0: Hey, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person, the podcast for people who give a shit about making a difference in themselves and the world. I'm Kate Hanley, your host, and I am so happy to have you here. Why is it that your first cup of coffee or tea is so perfect that you want another one immediately, but then the second cup of coffee or tea is never as good as the first? I'm a tea drinker, and I was plagued by trying to find a way to have the right amount of tea at the right strength and temperature. I mean, it's the little things, right? And then I took my thrift-loving daughter to Goodwill one day and occupied myself while she was perusing the hoodie racks. (laughs) I was looking at the household items aisle, and that's when I saw them. One of my current obsessions. Two big-ass mugs. One of these mugs is probably like 1.8 times as big as what I would consider to be a bigger sized mug. I haven't measured it, but I'm going to guess it's about 14 ounces, so not quite double your standard 8-ounce mug. It's about 6 inches tall, if that helps you visualize it. Drinking your coffee or tea... Out of a bigger mug reminds me of when we went to London and when you go out to dinner in England, they say, do you want a small glass of wine or a large glass of wine? The small glass of wine is your standard, I think it's five ounces, and the large glass of wine is nine ounces, so not quite double. The large is perfect. They bring it to you you know, shortly after you order it, and then it lasts you all the way through the point to when you've had the first bite or two or three of your meal. You don't run out of wine with about five minutes before they even bring your meal when the server will ask you if you'd like another glass and you say yes. But then by the time they bring it, your dinner is already there and you're already several bites in. And honestly, by that time, I just want to drink water. So by ordering a large glass of wine, it actually means you consume less alcohol and you spend less money and it's perfect. You don't have any time when you're sitting there wishing that you either had a little bit more wine in your glass or wondering when they were going to bring your new glass. So the big tea mug is like that. It's just helps you have your hot morning beverage for the perfect amount of time. You may be thinking, Kate, this is so simple. How can this possibly be rocking your world? Why don't you just get a large cup at the coffee shop? well, I work from home. I don't happen to like coffee, so I never really go to coffee shops just to grab a beverage because I can make my own hot water and stick a tea bag in it at home, which is exactly what they do at the coffee shop, so I don't need to go pay them $4. Occasionally, I'll go out and get a matcha latte or be social and meet a friend. I'm not saying I don't approve of coffee shops. It's just that it doesn't fulfill a need for me on a daily basis. So, What can I say? It took me until I was 52 years old to figure out that I should just use a bigger tea mug, but maybe it'll be an eye-opener for you too. The problem with a regular size mug for me was that the tea just didn't last long enough. I make my first cup first thing in the morning, and I drink it while periodically checking in on the kids to make sure they haven't fallen back asleep. I would always finish that cup of tea well before they needed to leave when it was still tasting delicious. And I really wished I had more. So then the question became, do I make another cup right now when I want one? Because that would mean that I'd have to put it in a travel mug because we drive. We used to drive both kids to school. But now that my daughter's in high school, we only give our son who's still in middle school a ride to school in the morning. And I don't want to spill it all over myself, which trust me, I've done, (laughs) But if I don't make another cup right then, it means waiting until I get back from that drive, which could be another 45 minutes. This isn't an earth shattering dilemma, I realize, but it was one of those little things I spent a lot of time thinking about in the mornings and just never felt like I got it right. The regular size cup of tea is also a problem because I think that one tea bag is a little too strong for one regular size cup of tea. I mean, it has more usefulness than just, what is it, an eight ounce cup. So then I would try and reuse that tea bag in my second cup of tea, but it really didn't have enough jazz left for a whole nother eight ounces. The tea would not be strong enough, it would feel watery. Even though I tried to convince myself that it tasted just as good as the first cup, it really wasn't, and then I wouldn't drink it. In my opinion, one tea bag is perfect for a large mug. It fulfills all of its functionality and then there's no temptation to try to use it one more time. My only regret about this big ass mug that I bought is actually I bought two of them and there were four at Goodwill and I wish I'd gotten all four because guess what? My husband loves it too. And that means every morning our entire supply of big mugs gets dirty again. And then we have to wash them every day. It's not terrible. They were meant as an experiment. and Now I have proven the concept and maybe I need to go back to Goodwill to see if the other two are still there. Funnily enough, I still have two cups of tea. Now they are just big cups of tea, but here's the thing. They are both perfect. I use two tea bags, one for each cup. I have one before the kids go to school, and then I make another one to take up to my desk with me. And then there's less of me sitting down to work with less than half a cup left and then popping up to go make another one. I have a more seamless transition to work, and that is really very helpful. If you've been noticing that your morning beverage routine isn't totally satisfying, maybe it's time to try a big mug. I've got another beverage-related obsession to share with you. This episode is a twofer, as well as how this big coffee tea mug is making me a better person right after this break. Welcome back. So my other current beverage-related obsession is For the other end of the day, it's not a morning beverage. It's an evening beverage. It is hard kombucha, meaning it's an alcoholic beverage that I like to think of as a low carb alternative to beer. If you don't like regular kombucha, you probably aren't going to like hard kombucha. But if you do like regular kombucha, get psyched (laughs) because this is a delicious beer like beverage. I have been crushing on the June Shine Grapefruit Paloma flavor. It's only got three grams of sugar and 150 calories in a can. It's 6% alcohol by volume. Really, I have one of these things and I feel really groovy and I kind of don't even need another one. Unlike beer, hard kombucha is gluten-free and it's low carb. It's a great drink on a hot day or on the beach or at a cookout. Now that we're moving into fall... I might be tempted to check out the honey, ginger, lemon flavor that has a little more of a fall feeling to me than grapefruit. If you like cider, I think you might like hard kombucha. It's a little less sweet than cider and a little more tangy, but see what you think. I have turned several girlfriends onto hard kombucha and now they are texting me. Where did you find it? I have found it at a couple of different wine or liquor stores. If they don't have it at one, try another. They don't all have it, but a lot of them do. And I've started to see it pop up on restaurant and bar menus too. So keep an eye out. There are other brands of hard kombucha that I'm sure are good. It's just that the June Shine Grapefruit Paloma has totally been my particular obsession. So how do these things make me a better person? Well, both coffee and tea have remarkable proven health benefits. I am working on a book about liver health for a hepatologist and a dietitian with the Cleveland Clinic, and coffee is so good for your liver that they want you to drink two cups a day. They just want you to stop by the early afternoon so that it doesn't interfere with your sleep. And tea is a great source of antioxidants. Green tea in particular is a superstar for keeping your genes young and vital. So it's helping me get more tea in my life. Also, I was spending a lot of time thinking about when to have that second cup and would waste a lot of cups of tea because they just didn't taste that great so I wouldn't finish them. The big mug just makes my mornings more efficient and more delicious. Does hard kombucha make me a better person? Uh, well, it is a pretty low sugar choice for an alcoholic beverage. It probably doesn't have a lot of low probiotics, but it is fermented, so it has to have a little bit, meaning it's kind of good for your gut health. It's still alcohol, and while a little alcohol is okay, if you're having six hard kombuchas because you think they're healthy, well, you're likely not doing yourself many favors. But certainly for me, not having a beverage that contains gluten, like beer does, makes me healthier because gluten really doesn't agree with my GI tract. So I'm going to say it only makes me a better person in increments that could be measured in microns, but I'll take it. Don't forget, I really want to hear your obsessions too. Go to tinyurl.com slash currently obsessed with to share the things that are currently making you and your life feel better. How to be a better person's theme song, Left for Deadish, is by Junior85. The episodes are mixed by sound advice strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past five episodes and a well-chosen meme to your inbox every weekend. Sign up at com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at com, or you can tweet me at Kate W. Hanley don't forget the W or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley author. I look forward to connecting with you.